path to senescence. That is the name of today's little tidbit, the first broadcast on White Wellness Radio for the month of December, the last month in the calendar year of 2022. Path of, or path to, rather, senescence. And I've used that word before on different broadcasts, and in case anyone is new to wondering what that word means, senescence is the process of growing old. In biology, senescence is a process by which a cell ages and permanently stops dividing but does not die. Over time, large numbers of old or senescent cells can build up in tissues throughout the body. And I've said many times in broadcasts in the past that we are going into the future era from the industrial era where the main dis-ease is or was cancer still is moving into the futuristic society where the main dis-ease will be senescence individuals becoming old whilst they are still young very scary i mean especially we're having many of this occur with of course you know the vaccinations which they've boosted since 86 and it just keeps on getting more and more and more and now even uh, Dr. Z telling youngsters, people, you know, youngsters to me, as anyone probably under 30, they are, you know, susceptible to myocarditis or, or stroke or any of these things that you would usually see in a more senescent or an older populace. And even going so far in Canada, there's some law or bill, I'm not sure if it's passed yet, talking about making euthanasia legal for a minor to go to Dr. Z and either, I guess, be put in a pod or get some type of medication to euthanize themselves because they have, quote, incurable depression, which of course doesn't exist anyway. It only exists in the, in the confines of a Zog society. So there's a lot out there that's kind of taking people away from the reality of life, the interesting, stimulating aspects of existence and making them senescent. It's very scary, especially when there are so many things out there that can be booby traps to make someone fall into this, this thing of senescence. So before we get to the topic, and I just want to go through a little list of things that could lead someone down the path of senescence, and there are many, of course, as numerous snares out there. I just wanted to mention that uh, Doctor, PhD, endocrinologist, and biologist Dr. Raymond Pete has passed away at the age of 86. He passed away on Thanksgiving, actually. He was born in 1936, member of the Silent Generation, probably the oldest, for the most part, the oldest generation still living on on Earth. And a lot of the work that I've shared on this show, a lot of the things that I've shared on the channels, a lot of the things that have influenced my own life since I came upon his work back in uh, August of 2020 have really been of immense help to me, as well as other people who have found his work independently or found it through the broadcast. And a lot of the things I'm going to talk about today were the things that he talked about and how we can live a great life and not become senescent. Right? I mean, in the future, how many people are actually going to live to be in their 80s? It might even be seen as something as an option anymore. It might be seen that maybe 30 is old age in the future. And of course, this is only within the confines of the Zog society. People who live outside of Zog, these beliefs and these, you know, these 
these situations are not going to exist, right? This is only within the confines of believing it. It's kind of like the way Oyed AI works. Like I remember one time seeing a meme back when we were in the thicket of Oyed AI and someone said, if you watch the Talmud vision, there's a pandemic going on. If you don't, it's just Saturday, right? So that's kind of how I think about a lot of stuff. It's, it's where your mind wants to take it. But if you are con, emphasis on the con, assuming a diet that will make you senescent, it's going to be hard to really think in a way that is natural and grounding and stimulating and creative and, and artistic. And that's really what Zog wants to uh, beat or pull out of people. There's a reason they promote within the confines of Zog society that estrogen is the female hormone, that it goes down as years go by in a lady's life, and that serotonin is the happy hormone. These are hoaxes. The reason they tell people that is because they want people to be docile, stressed, malleable, servile, anxious, aggressive, etc. And it was Dr. Pete who first alerted me, as well as many other humans, to these inversions in regards to estrogen and serotonin. When I look back at his body of work, which is immensely vast, those are the two things to me that stand out with the most intensity as the most important aspects of his work. So now I'd like to talk about some ways that one can, if one wanted to, this is kind of tongue-in-cheek, become senescent. Of course, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, your goal is to not become senescent, to have a juicy and groovy life, a long life, a happy life, a simulating life, and to avoid becoming a cog for Zog. So a lot of these things are things that are facets of the modern world becoming more and more facets of the modern world as time goes on and on. So for people who are younger, these things affect them earlier. So number one, a way to become senescent would basically be to run on stimulants. Now, is it okay to have some caffeine and some alcohol, the healthy types, within the context of a healthy diet? Sure. I mean, if someone's recovering from maybe some type of serious issue utilizing alcohol, maybe that's not for them. But we live in a culture that tells us that we're supposed to start our day on an empty stomach with a stimulant and then end the day with a depressant like alcohol. And that can cause senescence. You never want to rev your system up when there's nothing in it. That would be like going for a a drive in your car with no fuel. It doesn't make any sense. Just look at how they do it in a lot of European countries. They'll have something like a cappuccino after they eat food, right? They don't start their day. They don't wake up, bolt out of bed, check blue light straight away, and then stimulate themselves with something, right? That's that's a recipe for senescence. And of course, if you're going to start your day on an empty stomach with these things, it's going to halt your appetite and you're more likely to go through the blood sugar swings and have the stress hormones go high and the sex hormones go low and we have senescence. Something else which is exceedingly trendy and popular these days, even Dr. Z is promoting this, is uh, fasting or what I like to call starvation. They like to call it fasting or IF to make it sound snazzy and groovy. And I have personal experience uh, utilizing this methodology. At first, you'll feel pretty groovy because you'll be running on stress hormones. And eventually, you'll hit a wall and you'll feel like shit. And oftentimes, if you've lost any libs whilst you were doing the starvation, you'll gain it back, possibly even more so. And the um, more in your years you are when you do this, the harder it's going to hit you. 
end, you go to Dr. Z, they tell you ketotic fasting, starvation is good. Plant-based, PUFA, nonsense, Zio sludge, iron fortified diet is good. All of these things will lead to senescence, uh, insulin resistance, all the stuff that, that Dr. Pete talked about. Something else I've talked about so many times in the broadcast, but I'm mentioning it again, is polyunsaturated fats. These are the lipids that come from seeds. These are the lipids that are liquid when they are at cold temperatures. So if you put a bottle of oil in the fridge, I'm hoping you don't actually have a bottle of oil in your house to try this with, unless of course it's olive or macadamia. If it stays room temp, if it stays liquid after it's been in the fridge, that's a sign it's a toxic oil. Real olive oil, good olive oil, which is mostly a MUFA, monounsaturated fat, it should actually get cloudy and kind of thick when you put it in the fridge. And that's a good test too, to make sure that your olive oil is legit. So yeah, polyunsaturated fats, big problem. One teaspoon of polyunsaturated lipids is enough to suppress thyroid function. That's pretty scary considering we're living in a society where 60 to 80% of the humans are hypothyroid and possibly many of them have no clue. Years ago, we used to have many parts of the animal when we ate nose to tail, which contained these things like the neck of an animal, right? Chicken soup with the neck, fish head soup, things like that. We would normally be getting these as nutrients or supplements. They're not necessarily vitamins and minerals the way we take them in a pill and think of, think of it like that. It's actually real nutrition, eating those parts of the animal. And there was actually a study years ago, I think, in one of the Nordic countries, I think it was Finland, and it talked about this village where everyone ate fish head stew, which of course would have, I guess, a little bit of the neck, so the thyroid gland. It would also have the brain, which is the biggest source of pregnenolone of all the organs in the body, as well as progesterone. And everyone in this village was living to 95 because they were eating nose to tail. And they were also getting you know, the proper constituents of thyroid and stuff like that. So we live in a world that's zoggier every single second of the day. We also have a world where we're eating all of these unnatural industrial xyosludge lipids and very few people are eating nose to tail anymore. Something else that will cause senescence is a low protein diet. A diet that's actually too high in fat uh, will also be not so good for you. It'll cause insulin resistance. It can cause circulatory problems. Even if it's high in the beneficial lipids, it can still cause that. So that's problematic to think about that. And something else too, that many people bypass, and it's a standard in the SAD diet, is heaping on the muscle meat, eating tons of muscle meat. Now, of course, protein is good. Animal protein is good. If it's grass-fed or pastured, it's even better. But if the only protein we're getting, we're slamming, you know, chicken breasts and steaks and stuff like that, we're gonna be getting way too much phosphate, not enough calcium, and we're also gonna be getting heaps of tryptophan, which is an amino acid, which is an abundance in muscle meat that when we eat or consume too much of it, it causes an inflammatory response, which can actually cause low thyroid function. You can actually trim down about 30 to 40% of your inflammatory response by avoiding these polyunsaturated lipids, as well as eating a melange of proteins, eating gelatins, collagens, the wiggly jiggly meats, different forms of dairy, eggs, um, eggshell powder, pearl, 
And of course, you know, having some muscle meat, having fish, having organs, of course, right? Nose to tail, real eating, real food, real sustenance. Something else, foods that inflame the intestines. This is a huge one, the modern diet, whatever sludge version it is, they all contain foods that will irritate the intestine. And that's on design, that's on purpose. Remember, we make the majority of our serotonin, I believe, in the small intestine, 95%. We want to have some of it, but if we have too much, like I said earlier in this little piece, we're going to run into a lot of problems, right? Even things like ADD, autism, hypothyroidism, Crohn's, these are all signs of high serotonin. So eating heaps of raw leaves, eating lots of nuts and seeds, this is a recipe for inflammation of the intestines, right? So you want to eat smooth foods. And you'll know if you're eating smooth foods by how you feel and when you use the toilet for evacuation. If you're not using the toilet for evacuation on a regular basis, you're going to have all of those excess hormones and toxins recirculating within your bloodstream. So it's really important to eat smooth foods. And by smooth foods, I mean easy to digest foods. Eggs, chicken broth, softly cooked root vegetation, fruits, possibly fruits that don't have heaps of seeds like berries. It's really not that hard. It just takes the dedication and the knowledge. Something else, heaps of blue light. We live in a Zao Sludge society where blue light is a facet 24-7 for some humans. It's the antithesis of red light, of uh, sunlight, of a fireplace, what we grew up with, right? Historically, what all humans and animals have used to set their circadian rhythm. Now we have people who are dealing with all these insomnia issues, looking at blue light, blue light uh, fiddling with one's circadian rhythm, blue light causing skin aging. Has anyone noticed how some of the youngsters, the young people, have very aged skin and they're so young? One of the reasons is because of blue light. And you could always, you know, I guess wear the blue light glasses, but you want to limit it. I know sometimes for some people it's, it's a source of income for them, but you always want to take breaks from these types of things and, and realize that there's more going on besides being in front of the screen. Something else that I think causes senescence is the constant consumption of staying informed and especially trying to change the system. It is pointless to change a system which is broken. There is no change available. The only change is a completely new system. So doing that, you actually fight the natural flow. Something else, hanging around with lowlifes or following losers online. Remember, most of what we see online anyway, a lot of these uh, characters on the anti-social media, they're just characters. They're not really real the way someone like myself is real or you listening is real. So exposing yourself to that, whether it's IRL or online, is going to be not so good for you. It could actually even cause thyroid dysfunction because you're doing something that your body knows is a no, but you're consenting to it in some regard anyway. Something else is being sedentary, which is a common thing these days, especially since the advent of Oyed AI and the whole Oyed AI culture and being a hero for loafing on the couch and eating low quality takeaway. It's very important to get exercise, no matter uh, what shape you're in, what age you are, sex, whatever. It's very important to have exercise, to spend time doing something that you enjoy that moves the body. 
Okay, just a couple more. Something else would be gluten. We've talked about this before on the broadcast, especially fortified gluten, of course. It's fortified with all of those deleterious synthetic minerals, especially iron. So we know to avoid that. There's many shows in the archives about that. And we also know that the gluten of nowadays has, well, the wheat rather, has like 90% more gluten than the one of yesteryear. So a lot of people have never experimented with uh, deleting this from their diet or perhaps taking rye or barley or other types of things and maybe a bit more gentle. And as people get on in their years, their agni or their digestive fire goes down because of low thyroid stress. Many of the things I mentioned on this list. Uh, yes? So gluten, yes, that's something to consider, especially since a lot of the gluten, like I said, is really perverted, perverted with the, well, wheat rather, with the amount of gluten that's added to it, the fortification, the fact that it's not prepared in a traditional methodology of soaking and sprouting and fermenting. So maybe it's something you want to work with. And I by no means mean that someone should go out and start eating you know, all these gluten-free foods, uh, I would stay far away from probably 99% of those because they're all sludge. Many of them are actually made in Israel too and they're loaded with all types of deleterious lipids and now they're putting the iron fortification into the gluten-free foods. Something else is A1 dairy. This is the dairy that has the miscegenated or the hybridized protein. This doesn't work for a lot of people. So if you are gonna be eating dairy from the store, I would recommend getting like the butter and the sour cream, maybe the heavy cream, which has very low protein, but the protein in the A1 dairy is very, very difficult for a lot of people to break down. And this can cause gut issues. It can cause quote autoimmune issues because you're being poisoned by a foreign protein for the body. I think this is especially true for people who are RH negative, but I think a lot of people can feel the deleterious effects from these supposed foods. Remember the food supply is how they control people or control people. It's not just the fact that they control the production of it. They control your consumption by offering you all these fake foods. If you've ever been in the supermarket anytime recently, you will notice that the dairy section is dwindling. It's all these tranny milks, right? Tranny cashew, tranny almond, tranny wacadamia, tranny, tranny, tranny. They want everyone living a fake life so they'll be on the path to senescence. Two more things on the list. Uh, one of them was not moving your bowels enough. That is very unhealthy. We talked about that a little bit before when we were talking about eating the foods that inflame the intestines. And I would say also in the same regard as keeping that whole area of the body in a consistent state of health, I would say never having an orgasm, right? Whether someone is partnered or not, that's part of one's pelvic health. And of course, I'm not talking about the consumption of pornography and compulsory masturbation. I'm talking about someone knowing their body and knowing their physiological response and knowing that engaging in that physiological response is part of health. That's what I mean. And of course, I'm not talking about just like, you know, going on Tinder and, and swiping and finding some, you know, random person just to do the job. That's, that's obviously not what I'm discussing either. And finally on this list, um, living a boring life 
or living your life around an ideology, I think that's a pretty clear path to senescence, right? I mean, you want to live a, a stimulating life, something that makes you feel groovy, energized, creative, living, loving, right? And if you have a belief system, and the internet is rife with belief systems and, and ideologies, everything for the most part going against, you know, things like national socialism or just living the way that we're all supposed to live regardless of what you want to call it. And that for sure, I think, can create a senescent style of environment because you're not really living authentically, right? And I think this especially is true for people who are very um, prone to being kind of swayed, maybe those who are a little bit younger among us, maybe those who feel lonely or isolated. It's easy to kind of fall into the crevices of an ideology, which of course, all ideologies are against nature. The only thing that really stands the test of time is any belief system that works around the confines of nature. And that would be National Socialism. Remember, that belief system works for all people, regardless of age, race, or sex. It always has, it always will. That's why they've done so much propaganda over the last 80 years or so, promoting the idea that that belief system is attached to a very heinous act, which of course we know never happened. So I think we've done our bit on this show going through all of these things that would be ways to become senescent. And I'm sure you listening, you want to avoid that. You want to live a good, healthy, happy life. So take some of this advice. Um, think about what Dr. Raymond Pete has said, because he's talked about a lot of these things throughout the years. There's so much work out there that he's left behind as a, a legacy, a body, if you will. Interviews, articles, so many different things. There's forums. So this is really cutting edge stuff. Uh, it goes against the beliefs of a lot of things out there, whether it be allopathic or even, you know, quote, functional or whatever it may be. This is, this is stuff that's pioneering, but now is the time to take control of our health because the hammer and sickle of senescence is going to get stronger and louder as time goes on. So I'm wishing you a wonderful Friday. I hope you're having a great day in this big white world doing something groovy, creative, and stimulating for yourself and others. We'll be chatting and connecting again soon. Satnam.